Good morning, evening, night, afternoon, whenever you're watching, listening to this, rather. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I really appreciate the continued support, as always. Um, this episode, as you probably saw from the title and description, I'm going to be talking a little bit about UFC 246, as well, which just concluded uh, on Saturday, as well as um, a couple other things. I'm just going to keep it vague right now and call it culture change. It's You'll see. Um, and uh, let's jump right in. All right, so getting right into it. Um, I had uh, some folks up to watch the fights uh, for UFC 246. I thought it was a good card. I thought it was a good night. I enjoyed myself um, just in the presence of company as well as the entertainment we got to see. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because if you're listening to it, I'm sure you probably saw it. I'm not a sports analyst or anything like that, so I'll just kind of comment as I go along. I was I was kind of bummed that uh, Anthony Pettis lost. I'm, I, I enjoy watching him. Um, and I'm still a little new to the sport, relatively speaking, so I didn't know the other guy. I don't even remember his name, but uh, he was just a better fighter, so that night anyway, but... I don't think, I, I, it, it won't be the last time we see Pettis, that's for sure. Um, and then the second second fight that took place was, uh, I believe his last name's Oday. I, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but we'll go with that. Um, I think we'll, that was his UFC de- debut, and unfortunately he lost. I think he has promise, and again, I don't think that's the last time we'll see him either. So I'm excited to see him fight some more. Um, but the gentleman he was facing, I feel, just had more tenure and was more patient. And uh, O'Day got some good strikes on him, but we'll see how he can hone, hone his craft and come back. And hopefully it's not the last we see of him, like I said. Um, and then there was Alexei Odenik and Maurice Green. That was a kind of a submission dog fight um both of them got caught up in some stuff and it ended up going to Olenek for with a knee bar he tried an Ezekiel choke and he got caught himself in a Kimura but was able to escape um yeah that was a good fight kind of boring but good fight and then there was Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington too that was very 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 boring uh, and the decision went to Holly Holm, so that was cool. I, I'm a fan of her. I don't mind Raquel Pennington either, but I like Holly Holm. Um, but yeah, went to decision. Not the most entertaining thing in the world in my eyes, but whatever. You'll have that. The rest of the card was good. So, And then everybody knows, I'm sure, Connor beat Cowboy 40 seconds into the first round. Broke his nose with a couple shoulders, which was some really creative striking uh, on his part. I haven't really seen that, and I I think it took a lot of people by surprise. I would have liked to see Cowboy actually be able to get out, but that's kind of what Connor does to people is he doesn't let that happen. So um, I'd like to see them or those two go at it again, but we'll see if that comes to fruition. However, I will say the next fight I want to see Connor take place in is he and Masvidal because – I heard some people saying that they need a Khabib rematch with Connor, and I don't feel it's right for him to come right back in after having 15, 15 months off. 
and then just get another title shot just because, you know, he makes the money and everybody knows who he is, even people who aren't MMA fans. Uh, I, I think you kind of got to grind it back up a little bit. And not that, you know, I just think the Masvidal uh, matchup would be a good one because they're both creative strikers and they kind of do the same thing to their opponents. If you look what uh, Jorge did to Ben Askren, if you haven't seen that, that's uh, a treat. But, uh, yeah, I would really like to see that fight. Um, and then there's other people, you know, some people are talking he needs to go face uh, Kamaru Usman. Same thing. He's the welterweight title holder, and I just don't think you can jump back into stuff like that. Um, I think he needs to have some some uh, proven ground action going. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a good night, some good fights. Um, that's really all I have to say regarding those. And then I'm just going to transition here to my – it's not really – it's not culture change. That was – it's um, changing how people are changed. And uh, I guess I'll back up here. So I <clears> – <throat> I saw a post on Facebook by a, a Facebook friend of mine. Not, I'm not really friends with this person, but um, they are on my friends list, and this is something that they posted. I'm not going to say their name because I don't feel that's right, and I'm not trying to dox them or call them out or get them, you know, nothing like that. So, But it's just a, it's just a generic – or not a generic quote. It's a quote by this person. It wasn't like a repost or a meme or anything like that. Um and they said, quote, if I ever hear the hard R dropped in public or private, period, you're getting punched in the MF jaw, period. I tolerate a lot of stuff, period. Racism is not on that list, period, end quote. Now, um, uh, I'll start off with this. I, I kind of want to break this apart because there's a couple things. You know, I just kind of read it in passing, uh, scrolling through my feed and I didn't think of anything of it. And then I started thinking about it and then I went back to it and then I started really thinking about it. And, um, there's, there's a couple things I want to analyze and pick apart and dissect. And to, to start out, I am not a hard R apologist or anything of that sort. So if it comes off that way, I, it, it shouldn't, but, um, my first problem with this is that I don't feel words, you know, pe- people exercising their their right to free speech does not, I don't think physical violence or hurting or maiming somebody is an appropriate response to that. Um, now, I don't know why this person posted this on their Facebook. I don't know. It's It was pretty evident to me that it was emotional. Perhaps um, somebody they knew or or not even knew, but Perhaps somebody was had that word used against them and it hurt that person or something like that. I don't know. I have zero backstory on this. What I read, what I quoted off is exactly the information I have, and that's where it ends. So I understand the emotional response, and I, I'm not sure if he's being literal or figurative here. Um, if you use that word towards people with malicious intent or to hurt the person you're calling that, I mean, yeah, you're an asshole, but 
I still don't think you need to go punching people that use that word in the mouth for a couple reasons. Uh, you know, one, it, I don't feel it's two wrongs make a right. I think, um, you know, demeaning, I, and I don't think demeaning somebody, you know, taking it to that place um, and having to use that word, you don't have to use that word. You can, if you disagree with somebody's ideas or their views on things or their stance on something or, you know, anything, you don't have to go there. You shouldn't, you, you know, um, but people do, uh, unfortunately. Um, so I just think, I just think if, if you're at a place where you feel it's appropriate that you need to use that word, um, in a sort of, you know, argument or whatever, um, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, use variations of the word jokingly or in passing, or even sometimes in an endearing fashion or a brotherly or camaraderie sort of way. Obviously, that's not what I'm talking about. I hope that's sort of a given. I'm talking about, you know, specific, malicious, hurtful intent to hurt a person's character based on a superficial characteristic that that person can't control. And they, you know, why would they even want to? I mean, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's not the same as like, you know, if somebody, if somebody is, uh, if you're having an argument with somebody and they happen to be a bigger person, calling them fat because you're losing is not an appropriate response. And I think that's the only reason that people would use that word uh, in an argument setting is because they're probably losing and they probably don't have very good ideas. They may not be very smart and that's all they feel they have. Um, and, and another thing, if they are inclined to use that word in that way, um, they're probably doing it to get a rise. They, they don't want you to punch them in the job, but you don't throw that around without expecting you're, you're doing it to get a rise out of a person or a people or a crowd or make waves or something like that. So not that I'm a life coach or I have all the answers, but I think there's far better solutions than, uh, punching somebody in the jaw for the use of that word. You can try and change their mind. That oftentimes doesn't go well, um, but I think that's really how you can incite change. I don't think that violence is the answer to many, many problems, this just being one. And um, I just I just sort of um, wish as people, as, group, as a group, as Americans, we can talk to each other instead of having to stoop to those sorts of levels that are inappropriate, insulting, and discriminatory discriminatory um so yeah be be nice i've said it i've said it a million times on this podcast and this is only episode five be nice be kind be positive to people uh it goes a long way to change things change culture change the world i i, I know that's juvenile of an expectation to have of the american populace but um if we could all just be nicer to each other i think we would all be a lot happier and come together and be countrymen. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much all 
on that topic. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on uh, for though I'm not going to get super political here. Um, but uh, for those that know me, they know I'm pretty pro 2A. Um, and just keeping with current events, there was a, for those that don't know, there was a rally in Virginia uh, this afternoon that took place in support of the Second Amendment and Second Amendment rights. It concluded with no violence, no shots, no arrests. Um, and it was just a peaceful assembly um, for folks that wanted to voice their displeasure with all of the unconstitutional um, firearm legislation being passed and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not indicted. Enacted. There it is. Uh, enacted in the state of Virginia. Um, so that's, that's, I mean, that's awesome that um, folks could, you know, come together and voice their displeasure in a peaceful way and nothing happened and, uh, and that's awesome. And I hope um, future events tend to go this way. Um, another, another thing I saw my, my Facebook feed, my personal Facebook feed was pretty inundated with um, a lot of pictures from the um, rally and everything. And, uh, that was cool. Everything was, um, you know, that I saw, obviously I didn't see everything, but everything that I saw was of a good natured, you know, um, protest. And there was a lot of folks that came out. I, I, I think reports said 15,000, which doesn't sound like that much, but I saw other people that were saying that they, uh, took place and they know what 15,000 people looks like. And there was far, far more that were unreported or undocumented or, unreported by the news, so on and so forth. Uh, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I don't have the actual figures, but it was a, it was a good day for, for the second amendment. I feel, um, could have gone a lot of different ways and thankfully none of them were violent. And, um, cause that just, that just hurts the cause and it doesn't, I mean, kind of, kind of, uh, following along similar lines with the previous topic I just talked about with that quote. Um, this is the way you make change sort of tying these together, you, you know, um, punching people in the jaw or, or hitting them with bike locks or, you know, whatever, you know, means of violence you so choose to incite upon people whom you disagree with, uh, do not make change. I'm a firm believer in that. Um, so, yeah, sorry, guys, I'm a little all over the place um, today. I, I did my note thing, and I'm kind of reading off of some bullet points, but I'm, I'm a little uh, less put together than I was in my last episode, and I was hoping to kind of keep with that theme, but uh, hopefully it doesn't come off too bad for the listeners. Um, and then the other thing I saw really and noticed for the first time about the different folks that, that were supporting uh, the rally in Virginia, which made me really happy is, you know, not everybody, but I think a lot of people, when they figure, when they think of the second amendment or they think of gun rights, um, I think a popular image tends to come to mind. And that's probably, um, 
white, middle-aged, middle-class, middle-country males. Those, these are typically the folks who have guns in their list of hobbies. Not to say others don't, but that's kind of a stereotype. Not necessarily bad or good. It's just kind of, you know, it's just kind of there. At least that's from my perspective. Um, and that's fine. But there's other people that like guns too, and they were out in numbers like I've never seen before. Um, there was uh, pro-2A gays, LGBT, um, which I realize they just fit into that acronym, but I'm just, um, there was, you know, there was everybody of every race, creed, color, it seemed. Um, everybody was united for the one common goal of preserving the Second Amendment rights, and I think that's really cool, and I think that's really important, and I think that really does wonders to furthering that cause and um, maybe bringing to light to some folks that it's not just a, um, a, a middle-aged male hobby. It's an everybody right, and that's the important thing is, like the rest of the Constitution, it's for everybody. It's everybody's right. It's everybody's problem. It's everybody's. We all are countrymen, and I think recent, not so much recent. You know, recently, um, some of us have strayed away from that and forgotten what that means, and it just really warms my heart to see it kind of swinging around the other way. Um, and just everybody united. Um, and I just think that's great. Um, regardless of your feelings on guns, I think everybody can agree that, um, people gathering peacefully to, to support anything they support and commingle and interact and for anything not to happen. I just think that's just tremendous. So. That's how, that's, that's all I got to say for you all tonight. That's, that's how I'm going to, that's what I'm going to end on. Um, other than just, uh, be kind, love your neighbors, treat people right. And, uh, that's it guys. Have a good one. Hey guys, uh, well, if you made it this far, um, you've earned yourself a ticket to the extra little snippet at the end of the episode, I suppose. Um, I just wanted to say a couple things. Um, so I recorded this podcast yesterday. Uh, today is the 21st. I recorded it on the 20th. Um, and I had a couple of closing remarks. Um, and those are, I realized I kind of tiptoed around um, some subjects today, and perhaps that come from came from a place that uh, tells me that I feel that it's not my place to talk about those subjects. And perhaps that's true. Um, you know, I uh, it's not my goal to hurt anybody or, or offend anybody or... Um, be malicious in any way or, or, or anything of the sort. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to, to say, you know, that, um, yeah, that was, that was the whole point. Um, 
is to, you know, is 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 it my place to to talk about the N word at all? Possibly not. But uh, is it my place to talk about uh, peacefulness and positivity and uh, nonviolent conflict resolution? Absolutely. And that was the entire point of why I talked about that quote, as well as why I tied it into the peaceful protest that happened in Virginia. So that's all I wanted to say, guys. Um, I hope it came across okay. I know I was tiptoeing and dancing a little bit, but, uh, you know, talking about these hot button issues, there's um, a certain caution I think one should proceed with um, when talking about them, just so that nobody hopefully feels that it was mishandled. And I hope that it wasn't, and I hope that nobody feels like it was. Um, that is it for real this time. Okay, if you're still here, I got one last thing for you, okay? Uh, all gun laws are infringements. Bye.